Let's get started with what happened in in a rich neighborhood in Virginia where arrests were made after a school board meeting on critical race theory, which wasn't even a school board meeting on critical race theory, by the way. So nice framing from Fox News. Like it was literally an end of the year school board meeting, like just a regular end of the year school board meeting. And they turned this into bedlam. That's right. All these people were doing here was taking the time to be able to show and share, at least with their own people, why they're here. They have every right to do that and to press their rights and their regrets in terms of what's going on in this county. You guys are- Critical race theory is when you don't regret systemic racism, but actually regret uh, kids learning about it. Actually supporting the suppression of and people's rights. Don, are you refusing to leave at this time? Yes, I'm refusing to Deputies, please. I mean, that guy sounds like he's from the Midwest. He sounds like Michael Pillow. Please arrest this individual for trespassing. Oh my God. Listen, John, put your hands behind your back. Let me call. Please, thanks, John. Based on what transaction? What did I do wrong? Just put all right, that's just the latest instance of dude cops love exercising force dude like he, he they they get so horny to like arrest people it's so funny to me like he's just like he's just like hell yeah like this is my time fuck yeah baby i mean this story is is hilarious dude it's great it's right. like it's literal panic that fox news created almost single-handedly and now they're just sitting back and covering the outcome of said panic that they created like i saw a statistic and these things are like not the greatest uh uh metrics but i remember seeing a statistic about like the mention of critical race theory in media specifically in fox news it's been like 2300 times oh yeah okay fox news mentioned critical race theory nearly 1300 times since march according to a watchdog study and literally before that it's a media matters one and before that it's like non-existent dude like march is when they're like it's time to talk about critical race theory and then it's just like everything is critical race theory now and it's so great it's a wonderful business model and they consciously do this and they literally will turn around and consistently hire gop operatives as like concerned parents it's kind of cool watching it happen like it's kind of cool watching the propaganda machine churn this shit out right because like you get to see it happen in real time which in the past you might not have been aware of you know what i mean like you probably if you hadn't if you hadn't uh stumbled upon this broadcast you probably would see these sorts of fucking uh trends and you'd be like yeah this critical race theory thing like i need to have an opinion on this but now you get to actually see it and i showed you who the where the inception of this came from too which is the manhattan institute they've done this with war on christmas they've done this with uh, uh you know trans uh student athletes they did this with trans bathrooms too they did this with the gay panic they did this with the satanic panic like this is a consistent ploy by conservative think tanks to find a new thing to operate as like a cultural magnet within the political universe so that they can basically uh, uh gear up their supporters and pump them full of anger and it's completely made up. It's just another way to continue the culture war grift that reinforces these hogs and their hog-like points of view. And it's always going to continue. I mean, they, they had the Red Scare and uh, communism and finding communist infiltrators was like the original, you know, cultural Marxist attacks. It's basically uh, an endless feedback loop, as Chatter also pointed out, to consistently reinforce conservative values within the base after after reframing the same old tired fucking arguments with a new patina, with a new format.
Critical race theory is a, a like legal scholar approach to examining race beyond the way that like liberals understand it within our legal justice system in, in law. It has nothing to do with whatever the fuck these like angry parents are upset about. But now it's in every part of our lives. And it's basically just like, it's because these parents aren't like upset about not having a materialist understanding of our history is going to be a flaw, brother. Like specifically hyper focusing on the racial dynamic and making uh you know slavery out to be the original sin in biblical terms is is unironically counterproductive to dialectical materialist roots brother like that's not the case they're they're upset because they think like crt that sounds a lot like uh you know antifa factory they want to make our children gay and they want to make white people hate themselves brother if why people hear about racism, they'll hate it. That's the real reason why people are fucking upset. And they're not actually upset about like, they're not upset about it from the academic point of view. They're upset because they think critical race theory is just everything and anything that mentions racism. Just remember that when you see what people are fucking upset about. And uh, it's all fucking made up. And they have their own little media ecosystem where they elevate GOP operatives as like concerned parents. They've set up AstroTurf groups backed by rich fucking benefactors who then turn around and like, personally create a group uh, and personally create a movement and fox news is leading the helm leading the charge let's take a look at uh uh meanwhile the explosive a lot of school board meeting erupting over critical race theory let's let's take a look at what they did and how they're covering their own work by the way this is like this is wild it's like me reacting to a video of myself sitting there and being like wow it's crazy that uh, i did that i mean you did that dude this is you you did this last night they had another one of the meetings and it was chaotic a couple of people wound up getting arrested and a couple of people had to be tended to because for medical reasons as well a lot of the people were objecting to policy 840 which is a transgender policy uh, over which bathroom they people would use or preferred names and stuff like that um, there was so much going on there were 300 people back. in attendance 259 of them asked if I can get up and speak and they after a couple of dozen they said okay we're done and they left The Western culture and values that brought forth Christianity in the founding documents are being called evil and racist. I'm reminded of the tyranny of communist China, where your money is legally stolen and then used in government schools, not public schools, these are not public schools, these are government schools, like here, to indoctrinate children against their parents. My child is... I love that, dude. Why are my taxes paying for my child to learn about American history, brother? What the fuck? It's bullshit. Wait, I gotta run that back, actually. I wanna, I wanna see the first one. Brought forth Christianity and the founding documents are being called evil and racist. That guy is a fucking Nazi, dude. I, I, I'm sorry. Doesn't pass the smell test. Straight up. Get mad at me all you want. This motherfucker looks straight up like a young Nazi, okay? I see that guy in a crowd, I'm like, nope. Nope, that's a fucking massive vibe check failure, dude. Vibe check denied, okay? He, he's so soy. It's just like literally just perfect. Like, who, who is this person's child, by the way? You're a child, motherfucker. Why are you there talking? I'm reminded of the tyranny of communist China, where your money is legally stolen and then used in government schools. Not public schools. These are not public schools. These are government schools. 
for the record, he's describing taxation. This person currently is describing taxation as a concept exclusive to China, which is very cool. Taxing does not occur in the United States of America. This is a foreign concept, just like public schools are very different than government schools. China invented taxes to do schooling by the government, which is very different than what we have here. Okay, let's keep going. Like here, to indoctrinate children against their parents. My child. Wait, so he thinks that the Chinese government is like making their, their fucking next generation woke or something? The irony is like, they would love for America to have like a Chinese government style operation. Like these motherfuckers would literally love if they could instill the same sense of patriotism and national cohesion that China desperately works to cultivate. Like they would love that. They would love if America could whip up its own national identity in a similar capacity, in a very conservative and Christian and religious capacity to like what China does for the national cohesion in China, which is different than obviously like white supremacist American centric values. But they would love that, dude. That's crazy to me that he's like, as a matter of fact, what they're doing here is kind of that. They're upset that children are learning about a critical race theory, what they perceive to be critical race theory, which is just like children learning about systemic racism. And that's precisely what they're upset about. They want to censor education. They want to change education in this country. And that's what they're advocating for. And they want the government to do it. So this notion, this notion that like, oh man, I fucking hate, I hate that, uh, you know, this is happening in China. It's like, I wish we could do it here in America. But like, you know, for American shit, not like Chinese shit, whatever the fuck they're doing out there. It's not oppressed. And don't assume that. As long as you Marxists push your unconstitutional agenda on my child, she will not be returning back to Mount County schools. Unbelievable. That's the um, lady I was talking about. As the parent yeah, I wonder why she specifically pointed out that lady. Literally the only black person in that entire crowd in loud down, load in, whatever the fuck you call it. I don't give a shit about Virginia, okay? Uh, in the entire county. And they're like, I wonder why she was really into that lady specifically. That was the lady I was talking about. She one of the good ones. Uh, parents had joined us. Uh, parents from last night got up early this morning and joined us to tell us their perspective on where they go from here. We are trying to recall the Paul Chen. Let's take a look. So these guys are close to DC, right? So like a lot of them are going to be po political operatives. Okay. Let's see. Let's take a look. Party officials on London GOP. Let's see if we can find Paul here. What? No way, dude. He's a he's a part of the Loudoun County Republican Committee. What? No way, dude. That's crazy. That's just crazy. He's just dude, that's that's wild, dude. He's just like, "What?" No, he's just a concerned parent, dude. What? what you think you think a guy who's a a, a part of a Republican committee can't be a, just the average parent, dude? What what are you crazy? He's just a he's just a Concerned parent, dude. Uh, six members out of eight or nine members are we're trying to recall because if we don't, uh, this, these radical policies will not change. It could be a different. Last night proved it that could be a this different, school board, uh, and in particular, Brent. It could be a different. <laughs> Joe Mobley. Okay. 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 He's a big pharma lobbyist. Paul Chen is a big pharma lobbyist. Okay. And uh, a part of the uh, Loudoun County Republican committee, Joe Mobley, another concerned parent. Let's take a look at what Joe Mobley's background is. I, I would love to fucking find out what he does for a living. 
Oh, he's a conservative broadcaster. No way. That's crazy that uh, he's an up-and-coming young grifter with a... Oh, dude, that's wild. Conservative radio host. And, uh, Conser shared it. Concerned parent and conservative radio and host, boys. Have a real problem with the First Amendment, all the way from religious expression, freedom of conscience, to freedom of speech. We do not want to co-parent with our government. We want to be able... Wait, this one looks familiar. Let's take a look at Rachel Pisani. Let's see. Let's see what she's doing. Uh, she's just a marketing strategist. I don't, I think she might be like actually fucking just, just a Republican chud concerned parent. Able to instill beliefs and instill our faith in our children without hesitation. So they can mute our mics. They can arrest us. They can kick us off of public property. We're not going to stop. She even went on to say that the teachers were told if they don't adopt the critical race theory teachings and teach that to the kids next fall, should, they were told they'll be fired. They could be fired, yeah. right? Yeah, and it, they said oh, it all would not have happened had we not had a pandemic and all these parents were looking over the shoulders of their kids or overhearing the Zoom calls and saying, what the heck is going on here? Right. And that's what I, I find. Wait, Rachel Pisani is recognized as a branding strategy uh, leader. She has been a regular guest on Fox News and NBC and has testified before the Senate Finance Committee regarding the proposed addendum she wrote on Senate Bill 574. You know, a chatter pointed out and said that uh, these people want to act like they are, they are being treated like black people uh, were treated in the civil rights movement. Except these people were around during the civil rights movement. They were. They were just on the other fucking side. People exactly with the same operating principles were literally still picketing outside of schools saying, we don't want you teaching that communist nonsense in our fucking schools. Even back then, especially back then. I mean, there are, I think a uh, respectable lawyer found some funny uh, uh, photos. Like here, here you go, dude. I mean, same fucking energy, like same energy. This is from that. This is from that rally, right? We are the parents. Stand up. Stop teaching critical racist theory. Got him. Pretty good. We oppose race mixing in schools. Forced integration creates racial hatred. We favor upholding the day law. We oppose surrendering states' rights to communist-based court opinion. I mean, the motherfucker looks the same, dude. Maybe it's the same guy, actually. Probably not. He'd be way older, but it's like, it's so funny, dude. They're making the same fucking face, too. So, yeah, they, they know a thing or two about how black people are treated in the civil rights movement because, you know, they're just carrying on the tradition of uh, those who continued the oppression and try to continue the oppression. Now, the irony, of course, is that uh, if they maybe got a little bit of critical race theory, at least their children would get a better perspective on uh, the legacy of slavery and segregation that permeates through all of our institutions. You know what I'm saying? Like, maybe then they would know. All they keep doing is changing the narrative. Critical race theory is culturally responsive framework, culturally responsive teaching. It's all just Trojan horses. Inequity and diversity and inclusion. Uh, you know, come on. You know, one thing after another after another. Come on. Wait, wait, we got to stop somewhere. Come on. Inequity diversity, inclusion, all of these horrible values. I hate it, brother. These are things we need to stop. Same thing with the uh, pandemic. Social distancing is communism. Race mixing is communism. Everything is communism. Everything is critical race theory. Everything is communism. Words don't have to mean anything, boys. That's the point. If they did mean something, then, then you would have to actually have an argument and like have an honest conversation around these subjects. Like they don't have to mean shit. They can mean whatever you want them to mean. The twilight's last gleaming
Dude, these guys are such losers, dude. Oh my god, getting together and like fucking. Oh god. Dude, this is so weird. Like, why the fuck do you do this? Like, you get, you go outside, you go out to, the, like, a school board meeting and you fucking sing the Star Spangled Banner. Like, that's so weird, man. That's so fucking weird. Stam, not CRT. Song name, been looking for this, please. Man, fuck that, dude. That shit don't even slap. It's terrible. This lady literally harassed the school board at the meetings about CRT. This is what happens when you take a stand against the radical left. Video one, this is absolutely terrifying. Just last week, this young man's mother attempted to attack me. Now him and his father came at me. Had the deputy not inter uh, intervened, who knows what they would have done. Tell us that they've experienced racism in Carmel schools. And here we are. Dude, sit down. What's hey, wrong with you? Sit down. You're not normal. Sit down. You're not normal. I see what CRT does to you. Please go. <laughs> CRT did this to you. Yo, young Zoomers got some drip, by the way. That's a nice little tie-dye pattern. I like it. Sit down, young man. School, young man, please go sit down. Sit down. Sit down. Sit down. Sit down. Sit down. If we continue with this. Go sit down, young man. CRT turned you into this troll. What the fuck happened to you then, you psycho? You're making me scared. I want him to stop filming my dad. Excuse me, it's a public forum. I want forum. this man to stop filming him. It's a public forum. I don't forum. know where he's going to post it. So I want him to stop filming oh. right now. Oh my God. He's like making fun of the kid, like worrying uh, about uh, trying to fucking save their uh, parent from harassment potentially. It's okay. It's okay. It'll be okay. Does anybody have a tissue? No, 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 no. Let's get this guy. Film me. You got me? Whoa, 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 whoa. Got me on camera? Get, get back. Now, get, get back. Get back. <laughs> dude this is so funny yo yo i swear to god dude dude I, I think we need to oppress uh rich white folk living in the suburbs a little bit like they need like a little bit of bullying and a little bit of oppression like they're so bored they need something in their lives dude i'm serious like you don't do this when you're like literally suffering and you have like medical fucking bills to pay and all this other shit like you do this when you're bored, okay? Just like a little bit of government mandated oppression so that they can like actually cry about something that's legitimate for once. It could be healthy, I'm just saying. Had the deputy not stepped in, this is like the personification of a liberal soy father. What the fuck was he going to do to you? Like, are you crazy? What do you think this guy was gonna do? Like, he's got his fucking iPhone charger. He's got his anchor iPhone charger and his fucking, uh, uh, just bursting out of the seams of his, uh, jeans that he tucked in, that he tucked his t-shirt into. Like, what's this guy gonna do? He was gonna say CRT-related things! We needed to stop him! Get back! I don't wanna hear your liberal propaganda! You got me? You got me on camera? Get, get back! Now, get, to, get back! Liberals are insane! Of course, soy, soy father is not the weakest person in the room because the weakest person in the room is the person who's afraid of soy father. Go sit down, young man. It'll Back be okay. the blue. Back the blue. Can you go sit down, young man? It'll be okay. It'll be okay. Oh my God. Back the blue.
Beat his ass! Beat that kid's ass! Why the fuck do we pay you? <laughs> They're threatening me with their existence. Can we see I their pictures? You I want proof. Proof. There's a process. Proof. And you should be ashamed of yourself. Excuse me? You should be ashamed of they're clapping. Stop your clapping for him. It's the critical race theory. That's the reason why they're clapping for him. This man accused me of vile things. He became enraged when asked for proof. The man grabbed my arm, leaving it red and swollen. <laughs> Somehow police removed me from the room and did not remove the young man or his father who harassed me. Oh my god, dude. This is so funny. This is harassment. You posted this Critical race theory, make these cops. <laughs> Critical race theory, stop me from interrupting this meeting. <laughs> Dude, this is awesome, dude. This is actually fucking hilarious, dude. I've got it before. It's up to What is confusing? So thank you for staying back. I appreciate it. You can handle the truth. That's what's wrong with you. That's what's wrong with you. Yeah, I wonder why they fucking kicked her out, dude. I guess maybe because she forgot that it's top of the hour and it's time for a 60-second ad break or something. Hey, get me that they, they're telling me I have to go. You have to go? What? What? Yeah, yeah, board. Where's your voice today? Yeah, I wonder what. Like, imagine having this this little self awareness that you post this video where you one try to make it seem like you're threatened by the existence of a child, and then disrupt like a like a parent teachers conference or like a school board meeting, and then get upset that they're like escorting you out gently and kindly. Also, lie about being grabbed, by the way, which is pretty funny, too. This entire video serves the exact opposite purpose of the narrative that you are trying to cultivate. What part of this video was going to make you look like a hero? Is it the part where your husband made fun of a fucking kid who was, like, legitimately worried, stood in front of the camera because he doesn't want his dad being doxxed and filmed and harassed endlessly? Tatiana did nothing wrong. I'm not filming New York mom Tatiana Ibrahim talks to Greg Kelly about her motivation to voice opposition to critical yeah, race theory at her daughter's school, school district. I'm well. Thank you, Greg. How are you? Terrific. Uh, what has the reaction been like so far? Got a lot of support. A lot of parents coming out, all different parts of the U.S. A lot of support from my community. Moms coming out of everywhere, children, dads. A lot of support. Abolish Long Island, I think. Good way to stop this altogether. Ship it off into the sea. Put all the conservatives there. Take all the liberals out. 
and then ship it off into the sea. I don't even want to watch the rest of this. This fucking clout goblin, dude. Jesus Christ. So these are all like efforts to change the education which has already been changed in america time and time again daughters of the confederacy have done a very literally actively works to whitewash the horrible history of the confederacy and they've successfully done so this is one example of how people learn about the civil war in louisiana in a fucking louisiana uh, eighth grade textbook here i'll give you some of the some of the best parts of it okay with more than a thousand acres and 150 slaves the family's future seemed secure however in 1861, after Louisiana's secession from the United States in January and the beginning of the Civil War in April, the lives of everyone on the stone plantation changed. Secession is the withdrawal of a state from the Union. Kate kept a diary and wrote about the many changes in their lives. And this is how they cover the fucking Civil War. Eventually, all five of Kate's brothers served in the war on the Confederate side. In 1861, Kate wrote that the oldest was wild to be off to Virginia because he feared that the fighting would be over before he can get there. However, as the war dragged on, Worry about her brothers became a constant theme in her diary. Sadly, by the end of 1863, two of her brothers had died while serving the Confederate Army. One from pneumonia, the other from an accident. In her diary, Kate expressed her firm Confederate patriotism, insisting our cause is just and must prevail. But even for a patriot, the war's hardships became difficult to take. Union forces arrived on the family's plantation in 1862. With them came a justified fear that the slaves would abandon the plantation for freedom, they believe the Union would our army would provide. Hey, they're just patriots. And uh, unironically, this fucking, this textbook is like, like imagine being a black kid in eighth grade in Louisiana and like your fucking textbook is just like your literal property. Like the textbook is looking at this straight up from the framework of like black people are property and it's wild that they thought that they were going to get freedom from the Union army. The fear is exclusively centered around the fear that the white slave owning class in Louisiana felt and not necessarily the fucking everyday fear and cruelty that black people were subjected to. In an attempt to limit her losses, you know, property loss, Amanda Stone sent 120 of her slaves to Texas in 1863. She and Kate were forced to follow the slaves to Texas later that same year. I mean, here's, here's what you could have done. Um, not sent your fucking slaves to Texas and instead freed them. Man, oh man, what a fucking gruesome journey. Forced to follow your humans that you own to Texas because you didn't want to give them up. In the family's absence, the few remaining slaves took over the plantation and moved into the family home, dividing the rooms and the stones remain in personal property among themselves. The stone women would remain refugees. People who were forced to leave their home country. This is a textbook. Until the end of the war in 1865. Not a single mention of like, black people their point of view how black people feel about being enslaved being sent to fucking texas to continue being enslaved for more years in the aftermath of slavery being officially abolished it gets worse they were able to reclaim their plantation but due to emancipation the freeing of slaves they lost all their property and slaves up to this point black people exclusively have been only regarded as property the family had to face the new reality of planting and harvesting their fields with freed people who kate regretted now demanded high wages aka wages just wages in comparison to what it was previously which was lashes heartbreaking that they that the the, the newly freed slaves would demand high wages how will we go on kate felt ambivalent about the end of slavery but after the war she did her best to adjust to a world that she felt had been turned upside down she married 
raised children, and devoted herself to memorializing the service of Confederate soldiers like her brothers. She founded the Madison Parish chapter of the United Daughters of the Confederacy and remained active until her death in 1907. In this chapter, we will examine the political and cultural issues that led to sectional tensions and ultimately led Louisiana to secede from the Union. We will also learn about the wartime experiences of soldiers, politicians, civilians, and slaves. Wow, okay, we'll see. In Union-occupied areas of Louisiana and in the parts of the state that remained in Confederate hands throughout the war. Finally, we will examine the immediate consequences of the war's end. Now, you mean to tell me that this isn't literal fucking indoctrination and whitewashing of history and like any attempt to at least like instill some kind of like correct analysis on history or at least like even cover the other side's perspective on history on such a fucking issue that is like across the board regarded as like horrifying and awful you mean to tell me that like that is something that we got to stop immediately that's what that's what we got to fucking get mad at oh two textbooks two americas race gender and immigration are some of the subjects that play out differently in a classroom textbooks across the country the california textbook includes Primary source quotations with black historical figures about right, white resistance to civil rights during the Reconstruction. I want to see what the Texas one. A textbook in Texas above says that white Southerners oppose Reconstruction because of tax increases as well as racial resentment. <laughs> Wait, there's an interactive one? On this annotated Bill of Rights, the California textbook explains that the rulings of the Second Amendment have allowed for some gun regulations. In the same place, the Texas edition of the textbook contains only a blank white space. What? The Second Amendment right to bear arms? Nothing for the Second Amendment? <laughs> Brother, you don't need... Hey, no, no, you will not infringe on that. Okay, you fucking kidding me? Here's another example. Teenagers in both states will learn about the Harlem Renaissance and debates about the movement's impact on African-American life. But Texas students will read some of the critics dismiss the quality of literature produced. Two states, eight textbooks, two American stories. We analyze some of the most popular social studies textbooks used in California and Texas. Here's how the political divide shape and what students learn about the nation's history. White resistance to black progress is covered differently in two states. In California, movement of some white Americans from cities to the suburbs was driven by a desire to get away from more culturally diverse neighborhoods. Others believe suburbs offered better and more affordable living. California notes suburban dream of 1950s was inaccessible to many African Americans. Texas does not. Reasons for suburban growth varied. Some people wish to escape the crime and congestion of the city. It's like little ways in which you reinforce the, the same social conditioning that you learn. Texas says that white Southerners oppose Reconstruction based on tax increases as well as racial resentment. California instead includes primary source quotations from black historical figures about white resistance to civil rights. Both states say that the breaches of racial etiquette led to lynchings, etiquette led to uh, lynching after Reconstruction, but only California, whose edition was written more recently, makes clear that the perpetrators of the lynchings also hope to discourage black political and economic power. On gender and sexuality, California textbooks include history that is not in the Texas editions. California states that federal government failed to recognize non-binary gender identities and female leaders in its early relations with Native Americans. Texas does not mention that. Makes sense, obviously. California states that enslaved women have faced sexual violence from owners and overseers. California mentions the lavender scare that targeted thousands of gay men and lesbians. California states that Alfred Kinsey's research in early sex reassignment surgeries challenged the post-war ideals on gender. So... This stuff is literally what people want to take out. What Republicans want to take out of the books when they say like CRT, we need to stop it. Like that's what they are trying to get out of the textbooks. Both states focus on women's fight against discrimination in the workplace. Only California says birth control played a role by allowing women to exert greater control over their uh, sexuality and family planning. California includes an excerpt from a novel about a Dominican American family in the same place. Texas highlights the voice of a border patrol agent. What the fuck? California is critical of wealth inequality and the impact of companies like Standard Oil on the environment. 
Texas is more likely to celebrate free enterprise and entrepreneurs like Carnegie. Older Texas edition highlights the Republican critiques of President Barack Obama's environmental policies while the California book discusses the threat of rising sea levels. We talk about climate change, but only from the framework of uh, how climate change policies have destroyed free enterprise, brother. So remember like what these people are fucking getting mad at, okay? When they do this. They're getting mad at uh, basically the mention of like California textbooks, which are brief, by the way. I wouldn't even go so far as say that the California textbooks are like genuinely accommodating or provide like accurate analysis of everything else. That's why I, uh, I try to tell you like, you know, be understanding of people all the time. Be understanding of people. This is like, if this is all they know, how the fuck are they supposed to learn if they've like never been around any sort of diversity whatsoever and all of that has been demonized throughout their entire lives. That's not all though. As far as our latest uh, uh, part of the journey, uh, talking about conservative censorship, state university faculty students are going to be surveyed on beliefs. Uh, according to Governor Ron DeSantis' uh, new suggestion, uh, there will be budget cuts that could happen if universities and colleges are found to be indoctrinating students. Tallahassee, in his continued push against the indoctrination of students, Governor Ron DeSantis on Tuesday signed legislation that will require public universities and colleges to survey students, faculty, and staff about their beliefs and viewpoints to support intellectual diversity. The survey will discern the extent to which competing ideas and perspectives are represented in public universities and colleges and seeks to find whether students, faculty, and staff feel free to express their belief and viewpoints on campus and in the classroom. Remember, this was a big culture uh, war uh, talking point, that there is no intellectual diversity, that we can't have Nazis, that like uh, uh, students on campuses like get upset when Nazis like Milo Yiannopoulos come in and like literally dox trans students and shit like that. So, and make the campus a less safe space uh, that is not good for learning for a lot of marginalized students. Remember, this is what they were upset about. They fucking got so mad. That was like the big culture war uh, talking point. When in fact, the overwhelming majority of college students were more open-minded to a free speech environment. They were way more open-minded to a free speech environment than the older generations were at the time. Empirical evidence showed that like this wasn't an issue like people weren't saying that they don't want free speech in college campuses But we of course still hyper focused on a couple fucking random issues open-minded sure thing, buddy Dude, you have never left your apartment or your fucking mother's basement Let alone go to a college. So I don't care about your fucking dumbass like open-minded sure buddy take Do you care about actual studies conducted on the matter? Or do you just want to fucking sit there because you watched a lot of YouTube videos from your favorite broadcasters that told you that it was a certain way? <sighs> I've done numerous videos on the subject, so I'll just like try to find a, a quick study really uh, just and, and, and shove it down the throats of these fucking idiotic dumbasses. Yeah, here, according to a 2016 Knight Foundation survey, 78% of college students reported they favor an open learning environment that includes offensive views. Whereas, according to that same survey conducted, U.S. adult population as a whole lags behind with only 66% of adults favoring uninhibited discourse. It was literally fucking dumbass adults. It was dumbass adults that actually had uh, this notion and uh, were were agitated one way or the other. And this isn't the only study conducted on this matter. There were study after study after study conducted on this. There was a Gallup one too. Okay, guys? So shut the fuck up. And the only reason why you know about this is because your favorite dumbass reactionary broadcaster was doing the exact same thing that Fox News does to those boomers that you now laugh at. So be a little bit more open-minded, you fucking idiot. Especially if you found yourself here, then clearly, even if you're here to fucking hate on me or whatever, you have to remember that, like, uh, a lot of this stuff is just purely manufactured so that you could draw battle lines. I mean, I said this when Joe Biden got elected. What did I say? I said that we are going to go back to the old school, 
Obama era culture war issues. Didn't I say this? I said this and we're here. Anyway, um, let's move on. Senate Republicans are blocking the debate on the sweeping voting rights bill, obviously. Say they will continue the fight over voting rights after Senate Republicans block their sweeping reform bill. A move to begin debate on the so-called For the People Act failed last night.